You're listening to Always Open number 86. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to a smashing episode of Always Open. On today's episode, you got me, Barbara Dunkelman, as well as some beautiful ladies. I'm Ellie Main. Beautiful lady. Christina Paris. Beautiful lady. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't realize it was on me. Hey, what's up? (laughs) It's me. Also a beautiful lady. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not feeling it today, Barbara. What? Keep your keep your obvious flirting with me at bay, okay? Oh, <laughs> yeah. People, there's been some comments on Always Open being like, man, Meryl's so obviously flirting with Barbara. Oh, yeah. Which I am. It's not like I'm not denying it. I'm like, the chemistry here, it's like intoxicating. Yeah. Is it? Just Is it? I feel guys. sexual Do from you? it. <laughs> I'm coming on strong. <laughs> Christine, oh, so happy God. to have you back on the show. <laughs> yes! Ellie, welcome it. back as well. Thank you very much. Ellie Ladies. and I have never done a show together. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Um, this is our first uh, show together. In my head, I was thinking, are you what, gonna what, cry? what would I do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm also feeling pretty emotional about oh. it, so I'm glad that we're both in that yeah, space. We're both yeah. there. Um, no, I was trying to think of what our ship name would be, but also trying to speak at the same time. It didn't work oh. out for me. It'd be mm, Eliel. Eliel. Eliel could work. Or sounds like a mermaid. Merrily. I'm Eliel of the sea. Me-y. Me-y. That could work too. Me-y. It like meaty. <laughs> meaty meat. <laughs> right? That's going to be y'all's band name? Yeah. 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 Tears. Meaty meat. Tears, meaty meat. We're all also, uh, you pointed out that we're all wearing green? No, yeah, Eliel. Yeah. yeah. We're all women of... of the forest today. I know. Ooh, we're really like vibing. Yeah, it's like, like it. a look. It's like we almost pre-planned this, but we didn't, and that is... Guys, are we all synced up? That's we're French. synced up. Oh that's friendship. Are, are we synced? Are we synced? You guys also bleeding? Yeah, there was yeah. A, one episode that Ellie was on where she saved your ass. You did, because I had a baby. That's what happened. Well, I had a baby. Of, like, doo-doo. Of doo-doo. I had to shit myself. <laughs> oh, oh, I think I remember hearing about mm-hmm. this. I'm so happy you're okay. <laughs> no, my brother uh, had his baby came like two weeks early, and I was literally like in makeup. And my sister-in-law called me. She's like, "I'm having this baby today." I was like, "I'm on my way. Just figure it out." Yeah, I was like sobbing. I was like, "I don't know what I do." And part was like, "Just leave." And I was like, "All right." Yeah. It didn't like get there, and they're like, "Wow, you look so glamorous." Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I always do this the best. Oh, you know, it's just my, it's just my birthing outfit. Yeah, you never know what cute doctors or nurses you're. Oh gonna be. yeah. <laughs> I'm giving birth. I'll be out of makeup in an hour. <laughs> yeah, basically. I imagine that's what Kim Kardashian. She like gets full makeup and then receives the birth, but like oh, separately. Probably. Receives the birth. She puts like a cloth in front yeah. of doesn't want to see any of that. Yeah. Do you think she has like, I imagine those people, their makeup looks the same every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So consistently. It's like a makeup gun and just like <laughs> just shoot them and like it's yeah. perfectly. It's just like a huge poof that like, it's, they have to line it up just right. And or you yeah. just have a Texas that lives in your house with you. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Speaking of Texas, he made us some shots today. <gasps> he did. Uh, and Texas, uh, you'll have to remind me what's in them because I already forgot. It's a Texas peppermint. A Texas peppermint, and it has chocolate vodka. Chocolate vodka, cake vodka. Yes, peppermint schnapps. Pepper- peppermint schnapps. And Bailey's. And, and Bailey's. Bailey's. Uh, it's a little milky. It's a little festive. A little milky. Yeah. To getting, the, getting close on the holidays. To the holiday season. To the holidays. Oh, I didn't get you. Oh, oh, oh God, we almost missed it. 
Oh, that's delicious. Mm. That was that, that was yummy. nice. That tastes like a gift. <laughs> <laughs> that literally tastes like peppermint Ooh. chocolate, like like a mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yes, mm. with a little chocolate milk with a tiny kick. Mm. Oh, I'm into it. Everyone who's listening to the audio podcast, you wish. <laughs> yeah. Kick me up chocolate. I'm making eye contact with you and you don't know it. This but is she's staring. Full girl's going, mmm, chocolate. Mmm, chocolate. Yum. Mm. All right, ladies. Let's do an icebreaker. Mm -hmm. Or as we like to call it, dice breaker. We're the only one Very nice. Please <laughs> <laughs> stop. A flouncy dab. <laughs> yeah. That's like how you dab at a Renaissance festival. <laughs> <laughs> and lo, they did dab. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what we do yeah. with these dice, mm -hmm. uh, one at a time, we'll each take our turn. You'll row, uh, row. Row, yeah. You'll roll, <laughs> that, oh, that shot. <laughs> oh, damn, <laughs> You'll roll three dice, okay. and it'll give you three words, and it'll essentially give you a prompt for a story or a little anecdote that you have. Oh. Um, to jog our memories. Exactly. Pull it out of your little brain brain. Pull it out of my little brain. Yeah. There's so many things going on. I'm gonna go first? Would you like to go first? I guess. I don't really have a choice. You just handed it over to me, so sure. We said three, right? Suck on that. Yeah, three. And if one sucks, suck on that. feel free to reroll. Mm -hmm. uh, give me a blow. Give me a blow. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wild promise anxiety. Oh. oh, man. I'm trying to think that there's anything wild, wild yeah. that I promise to someone that gives me a lot of anxiety. <laughs> feel it. Which is like, I would think like maybe you doing uh, that free play, uh, all of Rocky it? Horror Picture <laughs> like show. the whole show. I was trying to remember the name of the, the movie, Rocky Horror Picture. Um, yeah, that, that was, was a wild. That promise. was wild, and I guess I did promise to do it, and it did give me a lot of anxiety. Um, yeah, Rocky. That's actually like coming up on what like third anniversary of Holy that? shit. Yeah, I think it's you the did third. It? So, um, a few years ago we had the show on Rooster Teeth called Free Play and it was just like, hey, we should, uh, we should do a Rocky Horror, um, just like, did, like play, a, like, I don't know, like yeah. a not seen any of tribute. This? Oh, it's no. good. Yeah, like a tribute. Oh, it was a tribute because I think like, it was like the 20th anniversary of Rocky. Horror. Yeah, it was some anniversary. Yeah. Um, so so like, different people from Rooster Teeth participated. Miles was. Miles uh, sure played a part. Yes. In that. If you could guess which part. In that it was. show. Uh, was he the 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 husband that goes? What's oh, his name? No. Oh no. 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 Yeah, Let's give you a, a hint. He was wearing fishnets and high heels. Oh, he was. <laughs> he was Doctor Frankenfurter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doctor Frankenfurter. He got a lot what? of compliments what? on his legs. He looked great. He looked really good. He wore. He tried to keep fishnets? that from me for so long <laughs> when we first started dating, and then like I found it like a picture from ages ago, and was like, what? Uh, what? What is this? And he was like, No. Yeah. <laughs> this is my secret collection. I don't know why he was trying to keep that because literally, like, I remember when. Uh, he was when he wore it and we were doing like rehearsals and stuff he was literally wearing the fishnets and like the like size 18 oh, heels yeah. <laughs> he also like they were tall heels too probably yeah, like super six tall. or seven inch heels so he was fucking massive yeah yes. i was like oh hey tall. miles yes because he's already six three it reminds yeah. six four <laughs> it reminds me of when he uh, when he played Lucy when you got, when we did the on the spot drag show. Oh yeah, yeah. he just got super into it and he's like, I'm beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> he was walking around and like I saw him from behind and I everyone else. Barbara was like, no. Yeah. Well, because I saw him, I was like, oh, because I knew they were getting an actual drag queen for the show too. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that must be her. <laughs> um, and then like turned around and I had to be like. 
Miles? Like, are you? Because he shaved. Because he shaved. He shaved his beard and he looks completely different. And I think Weird. he had like he had like he was like playing with his hair. He had like, like yeah, really yeah. long. He was like, really curled hair. Yeah. yeah, as he shaved a lot. And he was like, <laughs> yeah. I I would have not guessed that. My uh, I mean, I bet he owned it though. He did. Oh, he did. Uh, Blaine was um, the guy in the gold shorts. Yes, I can't remember his actual name. Rocky. What? <laughs> Uh, Blaine was Rocky, um, but the best thing was that th it was when we still had all of animation here, and he, Miles was just like he would walk around and he's walking around in his heels and like corset and like basically a thong, and would just like throw his leg up so that you could literally just see all of his junk and be like, "What are you working on?" And then all the animators would just be like, "Yeah, God, your dick is really close to my hand, yeah. to my own. yeah, yeah, but gross, it was right? Good times." <laughs> <laughs> Ew, Miles is dick. Ugh, yeah. So close to my hand. <laughs> Don't touchy. Mm. Don't touch. when I, whenever you see a dick, you just go, ah! Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> time. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Oh. Yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> and oh, Tyler yes. in the bed. Tyler, it's Lindsay. been a hot minute since I've seen That's that. That's ridiculous. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at it. It's so good. Wow. <laughs> There's oh. Mariel, our little yep. Mariel. And actually, fun, fun story about this. This is one of the first times we worked with Texas. He came in and did it. Oh, yeah. How did you guys just pull this up? We, oh, oh. a lot of anxiety. And it was a wild promise. But we did it. I do remember coming in, because that was, I That's think, also the first wild. time you wore fake eyelashes. Look at him. Yes. But... Like, God. Texas put lashes on your bottom yes. row and your top row. So I had like shutter shades. You had like big eyes. Yeah, I like could yeah. not see. Every time I blinked, it was like a gust of wind. <laughs> that was uh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Go watch the full thing. It's actually pretty funny. It's great. It's really, it was really fun. I think actually even better than that is the outtakes because for some reason we had a body, like a, like a skull and bones, like a whole... I don't know what they're fucking called, like the whole Oh, body. yeah. And Barbara found it and just thought it was the funniest fucking thing in the world, and she couldn't stop fucking with it. So we have a video, so I think it's on the Rooster Teeth channel, that's just um, Barbara just like outtakes of that day, and Barbara just... I would go up to the skeleton and like, because I think it was you filming or something, yeah. and I'd go behind the skeleton and open its mouth really fast and go, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but we were just losing our minds at that point, so everything I love was that. Fine. Sorry, audio. What a time. <laughs> there you go. There's my wild anxiety ridden promise. Yes. Roll them up. Oh, please be something good. <laughs> I think how you did it before you took the dice. <laughs> Roll. Shake them up. I, know, I guess you have to shake, okay. you could shake it again if you wanted to. Or you could just do or that. Or just hold them. Elder Museum Next Step. Ooh. Ooh. Do you want to what? Be in a museum when you die? <laughs> My next step. Uh, yeah. yeah, I. You could re-roll one of them if you. Well, no, no, no. Let's feel it. <laughs> <laughs> the next. Well, I, I feel like these flow into each other. Uh, I I have a grandmother who hoards. Oh. oh. So it's right? like a museum. <laughs> or a museum. Yeah, and she's an elder. Well, the next step is like, what do I, uh, whenever she dies, I think I'm just going to burn her house down. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, what do you do when you have a relative or someone who passes away and like they have so much shit, but it's just shit? Yeah. yeah. 
like you I guess you could well my boyfriend really wants to start doing like that storage wars thing oh. where you go you just bid on a oh you bid on like <laughs> a whole bid. container of crap but it's <laughs> yeah. just your grandmother's stuff <laughs> but it yeah it would just be like grandmother like I'll give you uh ten dollars to burn this whole entire house down <laughs> and Maybe set your dogs. She has seven dogs. Whoa. Three. Big Malamutes, like those husky Ooh. Malamute Newfoundlanders. Oh she has seven God. of those? Seven of those. Does she live alone? Yes. Wow. Isn't that crazy? How does she? <laughs> Maybe this is, that's a sign. <laughs> there's gotta be, there's like, I know that there's an English show, but there's gotta be an American show where people go into like hoarders homes. And oh yeah. They're, oh I yeah. I think it's literally just called hoarders. Uh, yep, that makes sense. It's on like TLC, and they go in and they My yell at them. My strange addiction. And I love yes. how the British version is called "How clean is your house?" <laughs> and yeah. no, like, you're, orders. A, you're a fucking order. <laughs> fucking pig. I'm pretty sure "How clean is your house" is not on anymore. Yeah. But wow, I yeah. really want to see that. I want to see the inside of that. It's like you, there, she has a whole barn, like a horse barn that ha you could fit like eight horses in. But they're the dogs. But, it's but, just they're, trash. but they're just dogs, and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think dogs do that. Uh, but she has eight, like, horse... Full of just stuff, because she lived all over the place. Just full of trash. Oh, my God. And there's a couple gems in that. There's, there's gotta I mean, be there's treasures. gotta be. I mean... That's how hoarding loyalty. starts. Yes. All That's right. True. Let us, yeah. us four go treasure hunting. Yeah. And then <laughs> your grandma's place. And then I can, you know... Then you just set it on fire. Just do a little match, a little <laughs> fire stick. Pew! <laughs> Bye, bitch! <laughs> you gonna leave your grandma in there? Yeah. Oh, no. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying bye, bitch, to the dogs. I like how you oh, <laughs> walk away expecting an explosion, but the match just sizzles out, and you're just yeah. like, yeah. 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 The only thing that my grandma keeps is, well, two things, mugs. She has mm. an enormous mug collection. And, um, like, camping, like, VR almanacs. Uh, no, RV, sorry. RV almanacs from like the 50s until now. Oh and it's God. in an entire room, just like categorized. She never throws them away. And if you'd no. be like, hey, Cranny, maybe we should, you know, perhaps it's time. She's like, what? How dare. <laughs> like, <laughs> none of these are relevant anymore. Do you guys collect anything? No. I never, Nothing? I just, no. We collect beans and water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, what? <laughs> like, Beans. Let's let's start with beans. What? Like, like individual? Pounds of beans. Like 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 garbanzo. Like in beans? a prepping kind of way. Like in a prepping kind of way. I like, mean, I would say that's collecting. Is she like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like you just have a bunch of beans in your house? Yeah, we have beans and rice and water bottles. Is it like so? Like when the apocalypse happens? <laughs> Your eyebrow. Yep. <laughs> well, it's not for the. It's it's. I mean, it's. <laughs> it's for some stu some reason. Some <laughs> reason. I just. It's because we're. I mean, if things were going to um, be bad. Yeah, the apocalypse. Like, apocalypse. Dude. Yeah. like the end of the world kind <laughs> of thing. The apocalypse. Suggesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying like you're collecting things that yes. are yes. just It'd in case. I know, but it sounds crazy. No, it's always good to be prepared. So then during the Austin water boil crisis, were we you, had, you were, you were laughing. Yeah, was my, like, my boyfriend pulled up in his like small, like old grandma car and it was full of like eight packs of like those big ones of water bottles just full in it in the trunk and everything and he was like we got water for the next couple days he'll be good like, oh. days 
I really right? thought when you said you collect beans, you meant like <laughs> oh, like little like beans, one each, like just Black one make artwork. Pinto. Like how people do the butterflies, because of the beans. Yeah, Pinto. They're just like up on the wall displayed. Gabanzo. Gabanzo, yeah. Gabanzo. Baked. Baked. Yeah, we collect like black beans. Refried. All that stuff. I don't collect anything, but I do have plans to begin to collect things. I want to go Cuban boat. Yes. I want to go to every national park in America and get like a souvenir from each one. Because this old lady, this old couple that lived next door when I first moved here, like was super sweet and befriended me and I would go around to their house for dinner every time. And every year on their anniversary they'd go to a different national park and they'd take a picture and they'd get a magnet and so like mm. their whole they had this like whole thing of magnets then like their last one that they did on their 50th wedding anniversary they went to hawaii oh. and it was like the cutest thing ever and i was like i don't need no man i knew that myself <laughs> <laughs> so, so i wanted to like collect everything from a national park and i've only ever the only one i've been to is big bend so yeah. i've started i have one one yeah. one out of one. a couple hundred yeah, yeah. yeah. one of a whole bunch yeah like so. we're talking about a big trip ahead mm -hmm. of you <laughs> a lot of trips ahead of me <laughs> yeah i really want to go to the next one on my list is glacier national park mm. here it's like amazing so i'm like oh, safe and safe. i collect yeah. magnets too me too yeah it's like on the canadian border oh, um okay. super up super nice yeah. all right lady bamf oh your turn oh bamf did i dot bamf bamf okay. photograph online long ago Ooh, that's pretty vague. Yeah. That's pretty vague. Yeah. Photograph online long ago. Depends how long does long ago count? However long. Oh, yes. yeah. Well, dealer's choice. So recently, um, I had a, I was I was real tragic in my teenage years. Who Just, wasn't? I mean, like yeah. try and deal with this without any kind of product or anyone who knew how to deal with it. When you're like 13 and it just starts yeah. happening to you, yeah. and then like really bad glasses. I had Harry Potter glasses. Not like they were round. They were Harry Potter glasses. <laughs> like actual like like they like came the in a little branded, spell book. Like branded no. Harry yeah. Potter. But the case was like a little book that opened up, and then they were called Nimbus 2000s, and it oh set God, it on I the side. It. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and I got really bullied no. in my girls' school that I went. To. Um, and so recently, a friend of mine, uh, I guess she was trying to be sweet, posted like a hundred photos on Facebook of me in that time. And I was just like panicking, untagging myself, like, no, uh, no, I I like, that's just endearing though. Yeah, everyone was tragic as a child and a teenager. But like, 20 something. I'm cool 20. with like, you know how like the new like close friends thing on Instagram? Like, yeah. I'm super happy with all my friends saying that, of like, hey, this was. I was used to be this little troll, but like, uh, I just, just, just like throwing that out for the whole world to see. I wasn't ready for that. So what you're saying is yeah. you're gonna give us a photo that we could put. Yeah, right, I'm right, right I mean, here. like, <laughs> I, I, you've seen. Yeah, you've seen a photo of me. How tragic! On a scale of one it to just was, devastating. Uh, it was. She was from Harry Potter. I look like Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> what was your hair blonde? It was like I imagine. Right? It was like mousy because this is my hair color, but it was like mousy and like. Not curly or straight, really. A little bit of both. Girl, I feel you. And really long, and like so, just a triangle. <laughs> and then, just bad acne. Bless my heart. I feel like you and I had <laughs> similar upbringing. Goofy little like teeth. 
and Did like a lot too? of baby fat. I had like one brace that went from here to here and an elastic band in the middle to like realign some parts of my jaw or something. That is tragic. It was not uh, great. Like braces is one thing, but one brace. One brace with <laughs> an elastic band. <laughs> like a hook that ran across my mouth, like a little, mm. uh, like some kind of wizened young woman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Did you ever get jealous of the people? Because I had- I wanted to have train tracks so badly. Yes, yes. Yeah, I used to want glasses and braces growing up and then I got braces and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. And, now, and then I was like, I probably shouldn't wish for the glasses The dentist either. had to break my jaw open because it was so small. <laughs> Did he just punch you out? He just no, he just like opened it up, right? And uh, like <laughs> unhooked it like a snake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just <laughs> then everything came out. Yeah, my hair was the same way where it wasn't curly or straight, and it was very thick and long when yeah. I was growing up. Um, I used to go into a hairdresser because I wanted my hair straightened every time I went to like a nice event, like a bar mitzvah. Yeah. Um, and I used to walk into the hairdresser, and they're like, "What are you getting done?" And I was like, "I want my hair straightened." And I remember like the hairdressers used to look at me and be like, "This is gonna be." A long this is gonna be a long, it was a long day. Yeah. They're like, take a swig of vodka. Okay, all right, sit down. No, people right. always like, hey, why didn't you like brush your hair? I want to see what it's like if you brush it. And I'm like, I've lived that life. Yeah. No, you don't. And I will not go back. <laughs> You're like, that was. Yeah. I couldn't do it again. Mm -mm. Okay. Baby steps, youth, hate. Oh. Oh wow. Oh, man. Do you hate anyone in your youth and now you're taking yeah. the baby steps to get back to, <laughs> get back to it? Let go of I feel the like hate? I, I didn't hate a lot of people growing up. Um, oh, man. Okay, so I remember I had like a huge fight with one of my best friends growing up. Uh, and it was because she was my best friend. And she started talking to this new girl who came to school, mm -hmm. and I was no. like, only terrified. one best friend. Because you, I mean, you have no confidence when you're a kid, and you're like, if my friend is talking to someone else, it means it's the end of my life. I'm not gonna have this friend anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't tell her that I was upset, but I was acting like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, you do whatever you want. You want to go hang out with her? Sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Yeah. And then one day she confronted me about it, and I was just like. You're leaving me for this girl. She just got here. You don't know her. She's not cool like we are. We have a bond. Oh. And like she started yelling at me back, and then we both started crying, and like ended up just like embracing each other and crying. Mm. I haven't talked to that friend in a very. I was gonna say. Long. I was, yeah. <laughs> that was gonna be my next question. Was like, when was the last time you talked to that person? Not for a long, long time. I, I lived like that experience, but from the other way around. I was the new girl. Oh, Ooh, I went to a so new school. You're the problem. Well, yeah. Well, it was like a little, a little older. I went to a new school when I was 16, and um, my, like, who's, she's still my best friend now. But like, there was on my first day, I was like trapped in this conversation with like a really scary girl and so I made these like help me <laughs> eyes and my friend and now my best friend Beth came along and sat me down and like saved me but then like when she was like when she became my friend all of her friends were like who is this girl I'm hanging out with and she was basically like she really needs me she's kind of a loser yeah. <laughs> yay she got one brace <laughs> I managed to befriend like the scariest girl in school but by being like me help me yeah. and everyone like it. everyone still is like oh I was terrified of Beth when I was in school and I'm like oh my god She's my little bulldog. Oh, I love oh. that. So you're still friends with her? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, um, if I ever move back to London, I'm moving into her house. Like, oh, yeah. That's, like, she has a room for me. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like a lot of high school friendships don't last. It's they my don't. one. It's yeah. my one and only, really, oh, okay. pretty much, yeah. I've never been that person that can like keep in contact with everyone through the years. Oh, it's so hard. She's yeah. amazing at that. It's impossible. She catches up with, like, there's about 15 people from school she sees regularly. And oh. I'm like, you're my school. You are my, my, my one. <laughs> there are yeah. some people who I went to high school with who like they're still 
in that friend group. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, there's a world, a there. world around A world you. of humans. Yeah. Like, it's important to maintain friendships, I think, if they are good friendships. I wish I was better at it. Yeah, me yeah. too. But uh, it's also like, you could venture out. Mm -hmm. There's other people out there to talk to. Expand too. those circles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My, uh, my group of friends from college had all been friends with each other uh, since they were in like third grade. Holy shit. And they're still just like the super tight knit group that they see each other hang out all the time. And I was I infiltrated and I'm like, <gasps> guys, I'm the one friend you all have made. How does it feel? You guys did it. it. Yeah, you, you brought did it in. What does it say about me? <laughs> that you're awesome. Yeah. I would think. I would think that'd be mm -hmm. a compliment to infiltrate an established group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the scariest part. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like making friendships as an adult is terrifying. Yeah. Yep, but I think once you, if you, it's easier to make friends with the group, or it's not yeah. easier, but it's already like you make one friends with one person who already has like a, a group. And you're like, it's less intimidating that way. You just have to give it like a few weeks, and then like people kind of like are like, oh, okay, adjusted. I feel like that's how I've learned through like the adult friendship making, like, yeah. especially you can't with groups. Force it. Yeah, yeah. When you you're a kid, you're all weird, so it's yeah. fun yeah. to be like. Bing! Yeah. Everyone's like, okay. Or your parents force it on you. Like, yeah. We're going to hang out together now. And you're like, what? <laughs> but I do love that moment, where, like, especially when it's like when work friends become like friend friends, or that moment of like, do you want to hang out outside of work? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, yes. yes. Like, I did it. We can do that. Yeah. I feel like we lucked out here because it's like we're all around the same age mm -hmm. and like we all kind of like doing the same type yeah. of socializing. <clears throat> and so here it's just like, you want to get drinks after work? Yeah, sure. It's not as like, and then you've done it. I feel like is that is the friendship friend. making. It's like, do you want to get drinks after work? And then you go to the bar and you're like, do you want another drink? <laughs> <laughs> that's all. You, that's that's, that's all. Yeah. What can we talk about? Friend other flirting. than work. Yeah, friend flirting. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to go on a friend date. It is. And it's yeah. you just like you don't know what you're talking because you're and you you're, both know. Yeah, and you're it's like you're like, on a date. Like it's you're dating someone. Yeah. yeah. Like you're on a date with someone and so you're just so like, where'd you grow up? Trying to figure out figure mm -hmm. them out, ask them the awkward questions, and then you have to decide. Which I think might hurt a little worse <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, like, oh she never called back. Okay, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well I know there was um Bumble BFF. Yeah. Which mm. was basically a dating app for friends. Yeah, and they still oh. have it. It's still Yeah, they still I think probably some other apps have popped up here and there, yeah. but it's basically like you make a profile that other I guess people of the same um, sex would be looking at or something I don't yeah. know if you could choose those options but it's like That's crazy. it's so funny to see the differentiating factors between those and the actual dating profiles because the ones that I saw were like looking for brunch and like a yoga partner and <laughs> right. all this yeah. stuff and like <laughs> then the dating ones are just like I Want like smash? long walks on the beach. Um, like, Bumble also has pony. Yeah. <laughs> not touching penises. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to be out with the girls. Yeah, I just want to have a girls' night with my girls. Girl. And then you swipe to the dating one. She's like, "Give me the dick." <laughs> uh, Bumble actually has Bumble Biz too now, and it's um, I like signed up for it just for funsies, just to, like see what's out there. Uh -huh. And it's so funny to see people who. You can tell they accidentally like signed up for Bumble Biz and they mean to be on Bumble dating. Oh, because like this no. type, some profiles are like, hey, like I'm so and so, like I'm a software engineer, blah blah blah. Yeah, like, interested in nonprofit. Yeah, like just people. It's basically people like networking and whatnot. It's like yeah. I think they're trying to. It's like LinkedIn for millennials. Gotcha. Um, but there will be some dudes that are just like, what's up? My name's 
Bart just trying to hang out, like working on my cars, hit me Nothing up. serious. <laughs> yeah. just like, wait, are you on the road? Yeah, on a job? <laughs> you, you can like switch to the next tab, right? Yeah. Maybe, think different it, profiles. maybe he thinks it's a different type of job. Oh, maybe. that needs yeah. to be hey. My name's Chet. <laughs> Chet. <laughs> Chet. I mean, Chet. 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 <laughs> I can, I can come on pretty strong sometimes, but imagine you're a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. I'll look at your anything Okay. Okay. It's like, do you want a job or not, Chet? <laughs> Well, you know what else is great? What, Barbara? Taking care of yourself. Is it? Ooh. Yeah. I Tell me more. Of your, of your mind and your body. Ooh. Um, so thank goodness that this episode is sponsored by Care Of. Ooh. Um, Care Of is a fun online quiz that asks you about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle choices, and takes only five minutes to find out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. 90% of people fall short of FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. Take care of's quiz and get the vitamins you need to get back on track and reach your health goals. Your vitamins get delivered right to your door in personalized, easy to remember daily packs, perfect for busy on the go lifestyles like us. Am I right, ladies? Oh, you're yes. so right, Barbara. So right. Oh my God. Uh, vegan and vegetarian supplements options are available to match your dietary needs as well. Um, I recently got my little care of pack and I didn't notice this until recently, but each pack has like a little tip for you or something you should try like go uh you know drink eight glasses of water today oh. or or walk around your office once an hour this afternoon or something like oh, that that's cool yeah or even like little life advice things my favorite well. is that it has your name on it because they pull one out and it's like hi mariel I'm like, oh, hi yeah the next morning it's like hey mariel what's up <laughs> it's very cute yeah, very personalized yeah. which is really sweet it yes. makes you very excited to take your daily vitamins. Hey, Mariel. That's hey. me. <laughs> Hi, Mariel. <laughs> what? You should get one that says, it's me. Oh, I should. Next it, time. Next month. It me. It me. Yeah. Uh, so for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit takecareof.com and enter the promo code alwaysopen. That's 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins when you go to takecareof.com and enter always open at checkout. Ooh. Godspeed. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Take care of. Care of. Ooh, help me. Come take care of me. <laughs> I Does want you. help with that? <laughs> yes. I think I did my sexy voice last time. You did. Oh. 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 I like you that. Almost, like it's a, a little of British. Coolidge. It, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, also sweet. like yeah, a so little bit the Alan dumbass. Rickman. <laughs> <laughs> it's a smidge of Alan Hello. in there. Is that, when you do your stand-up, you're like, all right, guys, uh, here's my impression of Alan Rickman doing an impression of Jennifer are Coolidge. Are you <laughs> Oh, are you Yoda? <laughs> Who can say? That would be Weasley, are you a, or something. Weasley? Are you? I, uh, are That's we my sexy voice. <laughs> yes. Nice. Ooh, to bed two months ago. <laughs> Smash? Smash, yeah. would you like? Oh my gosh. No. Penis in the vagina? Oh. <laughs> no. Well, this is a, no. a, a great segue oh. to our first segment. Uh, this is a question that comes from a community member, Patricia V. And Patricia, Patricia. would like to know, how quickly into a first date can you tell if your date is not the right person for you? Ooh. Ooh. We talking life partner? Mm. I think it just means second. It's date. not going to work yeah. out. It's not going to yeah. work out. But there ain't going to be no second date. Have you ever uh, gone on a date where it's like you? You're like, I know this is not a long term thing, but it's a for now thing. Like for now, as in like, a I couple can have months? some fun for the next few months. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm, mm, or you usually I like, struggle this with person that. is not the man or woman I'm gonna spend my life with next. Thank you. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm more of the same I'm, one. I'm serious, serial monogamous. Like, yeah. are we in this? Yeah. <laughs> See you. <laughs> next day, my mom's coming. <laughs> I could usually tell pretty quickly into conversation with someone if we're jiving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because usually conversation and how well you flow back and forth, I think is a very key factor into being like, do our personalities mesh? Right. Yeah. yeah. So like for me, it's probably within the first 15, 20 minutes of talking okay. to someone, I think. I also think there's gonna be, there might come up something that's gonna be like a no-no. A, a, a mm -hmm. Like a one conversation topic that's gonna be a no-no. Like we exist in a time where it's like, pretty difficult for people who have like different political beliefs for example yeah. to date together yeah and so like i know i have a really good story of a friend of mine who, who was going on a tinder date and he saw that um the girl was a like an anchor for um a, like a local fox news thing oh. and so he was like well i'm just gonna go on the date anyway and immediately she was like talking about politics and he was just like i i just i this isn't gonna work oh, dude like i can't do this yeah. yeah yeah and like i think that that's like those things are obviously super obvious when it's like this isn't gonna work out like that but mm. when it comes to like more personal stuff i think that usually there's something that's going to come up in conversation that's mm. like value wise yeah. it's like this is just not gonna gel mm -hmm. yeah you know? it's like it, i feel yeah i feel like it's kind of immediate where you're like <clears throat> oh i'm not gonna be like spending a lot of time with you because I yeah. would even if you were a friend I pro like a f you know I wouldn't want to be like hanging out with you at all yeah like <laughs> bye get away from me you're disgusting I don't know there's, uh, there's a difficult like, time to date I feel like it's very polarized yeah time. it's yeah. also I feel like there's too much pressure on people to find someone like especially with dating apps mm. it feels like you almost like if you do find someone you like right away you're like but I, I'm on this app, so I guess I have to keep going because, like, what if there's someone else on this app the that I can find? Or what if that person is, like, seeing someone else on this app? And yeah. It's so confusing. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of bad Tinder dates. Yeah. Really? But I, I think I went on a lot just for the sake of trying to learn how to meet people. Oh, yeah. I talked about it on the last episode, too. Just I'd been in so many long-term relationships, serial mm. monogamous like you, that I never learned how to date or how to actually, like, put myself out there and just meet people and introduce myself to people. Um, and there was actually one date that was going pretty well. And I know I said like a few minutes ago that, oh, I'll know within a couple of minutes if we're gonna jive. But this person actually was like, oh, like we have pretty good chemistry. And uh, you know, we were gonna go continue the night on and he was gonna give me a ride in his car and we got into his car and then like he leaned over to kiss me. And it was the worst kiss I've ever I didn't think a human was capable of Was this. that the bird pecker? That was the bird pecker. Did you just like lick your face up and down? It was like, I'll, I'll demonstrate it on my hand. It was like. Ew. It's a bird eating bird seed. It was like, no. it, like he had nice lips, but for some reason he like stiffened them up and was just like pecking at me. Like you like this, right? And I was like. <laughs> no. No, I hate that. There, oh, have yeah. you ever gotten a kiss from a guy that has like real small lips? <laughs> like, there's their name is like usually like Skyler. <laughs> like the real small lip guys yeah. will give like a little kiss, and it's like. Is it because they have beard around or do they just have like small, real small lips? It's because they have real small lips, and I like a guy with big. Some big DSL lips. Some big. 
instead of big lips. Can you explain to the to the like, world what uh, DSL means, please? DSL means dick sucking lips. We get a lower juicy. third there. Just lower third, right yep, here. Yep. Dick sucking lips. Well, I, I I like big lips, but kissing guys with like small lips. I've gotten a kiss from a guy with a small lip, and it was just like it felt like pecking, and like there was. It, there was so there wasn't enough space for the tongue to actually Circulate. feel right. <laughs> to feel right, yeah. I like this for it to feel correct. How quickly do you shove your tongue? How, how quickly mm. you get in the tongue? Oh, that's a good question. I'd say like after the first like kiss, kiss, tongue, oh. kiss, kiss, tongue. Like yeah. kiss, pull away, kiss, pull away, tongue. Like you just go straight forward. Mm. Maybe not quite. That's what you do. We got quite in that, that sound effect. <laughs> you're, counting, you're counting down. You're like one, two. I've, here it comes. There's been guys who um, I've been on dates with who've had like very thin lips who actually were amazing kissers. So I think it's all about. We like, do not shame thin lips. Yeah, I, I think it's all about learning to work with what you got. Yeah. I'm gonna come in with some real talk. Real talk. Yeah. Oh my god, Ellie. Happening. Hashtag real talk with Ellie. To the question. It depends how honest and genuine both people are being. Mm, mm -hmm. It depends if you're actually going on a date to put your, who you are out there, or if mm, you're putting out this mm. persona of someone that you think either wants to be dated or wants to date. Like, if you are coming up with this, like, and like, it's usually men, deal with it, that like put on <laughs> this like persona of like, I'm someone else that you would want to date. And so actually, sometimes it takes a really long time before you discover who that person really is. Yeah. It's women too. Mm -hmm. Everyone does it. Yeah. Everyone does it. So I feel like a lot of the, like, since and like since getting divorced specifically, my whole thing has always been like I'm gonna let everyone know, especially in a romantic context, who I am as a person outright because that was what I didn't do right when I was a child, basically yeah. Yeah. getting married. I think a lot of I think a lot of um, people do that because they got married. 21, 14, no 23. <laughs> I met him when I was 21, and got married when I was 23. But I was like not I wasn't who I like I was too afraid to be my actual self because I was scared that that person would leave me, right. right? Yeah. And it took me a long time to get the confidence enough to be like, I'm gonna date someone and they're gonna know who I am, all the shit that comes with that. It's gonna be out on the table from the very beginning and if that frightens them away, then they're not worth it. Right. Yeah. And I feel like if you come into that respect, you're gonna know exactly, you're gonna know much sooner if the other person is the right person for you. Yeah, trying to you change would. yourself um, in a relationship and you know, playing up that facade the longer and longer you go, the harder harder it gets to break that away. And right, like, and you hold a lot of resent towards yeah. like the other person. If you're acting like someone who you're not, and that person, there's just this resent, there's this barrier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot to be vulnerable, but you know at least if you are super vulnerable, if you are yourself when you're dating someone, you're not wasting anyone's time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're weeding out the people who are not worth your time. Right, yeah. yeah. And like it's okay if you're not, if those people aren't the right people for you. It's just if you are yourself, and you go in with that, then you'll know much quicker. Both of you will. Mm -hmm. And there's people like me who uh, I need to force everyone to like me when I meet them. Oh, so me too. I'm, just, yeah. I'm always running for the mayor of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, sure, I, I love um, um, heavy metal yeah. music. They, oh yeah, oh, name me? five of their albums. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Name five of heavy metal, metal? music. <laughs> um, Scorcher. Um, you got it. That's the top. That's I'm the top. angry. Yep. And you're gonna hear about it. Um, <laughs> Plates and dishes. Plates and dishes. <laughs> Plates and dishes is the top. The top one. Yes. Yeah, it's the best. Plates top. and dishes. The That's single. Good. I, had a, I had a friend who uh, she she's been having trouble dating in here in Austin, which I hear is like a common thing. Like a lot of people oh, have yeah. a hard time. I don't know what it is about Austin dating culture, but like people 
don't want to be in relationships even though they say they do, whatever. Mm -hmm. So she meets this guy, I think on like OkCupid or something, and she's like, oh, he's super cute. He's kind of a weirdo like me, like, let's let's try this out. So he's like, hey, like, let's meet for coffee. And then I think she she's she wants to be a therapist, like a sex therapist, and she has that in her bio. And he was like, oh, and there's this like cool, um, like, like sensual touch, like uh, seminar type of thing, like meeting. He's like, that's going on, we should go to it. And she was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm down for it, like, let's go. She meets up with him, he looks nothing like his profile. Oh, no. um, is is just, she's like, I'm a weird person, but she was like, that guy like took the fucking cake. Yeah. And uh, so. I feel like I know this guy. Maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then they go out for coffee and she's already like, I don't, I'm not feeling this, but like, I already feel like I committed to this other thing, the second part of this date. So they go and she says like five minutes in, they're like, all right guys, we're gonna do this exercise where we're gonna close your eyes and you're, you're gonna take your partner's hand and you're gonna close your eyes and you're just gonna rub their hand for five minutes. Five minutes straight. And she said the entire time. I would just got like closer and closer. Uh and just rubbed. Uh. <laughs> I think Christina's enjoying it, actually. I was like, oh, you, your hands are really soft. <laughs> I wouldn't do that with Trevor. Like, yeah. I'd be like, have you guys done the eye contact thing? No, but I, we, we yeah. talked about that last week. It was like, what, three minutes or four, four minutes? Four minutes of, of unbreakable eye contact. Yeah. And apparently you fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> we both looked at Four minutes of silence later. I'll get you all. <laughs> it's my power. I think that would also help friendships. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Well, this the next question actually is, it kind of plays off of that one. This one comes from Jake B. And Jake wants to know, do you have trouble spending time alone? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I was so bad at spending time alone until I lived alone. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I, like, yeah. had to. But, like, in the first couple months of me living alone, I'd, I'd like, tell him, I was like, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to have a night to myself, and I'm going to do it. And then he'd text me and be like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, Patrick and Max are here, and we're playing games. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I was so bad at it until I had to force myself to be alone. And now, I love it. Yeah. Love it. It's yeah. something you have to teach yourself how to do that. Yes. Yeah. It's not easy at first. Yeah. No. I feel like there's some people who um, could jump right into that kind of thing, uh, and some people who like will never be okay with it. Yeah. If you're super extroverted, it's a really difficult thing yeah. to figure out because you, you're, you know, naturally your energy comes from being around other people, and you therefore you don't really understand the benefits of what you like what you need to get when you're alone. Yeah. yeah. And anyway, like I uh, in like May of last year, I went camping out in Big Bend by myself. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and it was like the first thing that I'd really done like that, and like. You have to put yourselves in situations where you freak yourself out that you're alone. Of like, I'm here with my tent and it's me, and what am I gonna do now? Whatever I want, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. just have to like, you have to put yourself in situations where you have to learn how to be alone, yeah. and then you start to figure out the benefits from it. Mm -hmm. How uh, how long were you on that trip? Four days by yourself. Wow. Mm -hmm. I did a, like a 20, 20 mile hike by myself, okay. and uh, I feel like I'd only be scared because like, right? mm -hmm. like yeah, yeah. What was the scariest part for you? Setting out at like 6.30 in the morning on that hike um, because it was really hot, it was like yeah. end of, towards the end oh, of May. Yeah. And if I didn't get out early enough, I wouldn't have been able to get back in time. And you had to take a liter of water for every hour you're going to be out in the sun. So I had like eight liters of water in my backpack. And um, I was walking alone on this trail and there were lots of signs that were like, you probably shouldn't do this by yourself. So I had this big old knife that I had from Skilltree. And I was like, whenever anything made a noise, I like stopped and like would touch my knife and just be like, Okay, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> but there was this one time where like, I was really close to a big like mama bear and two babies. Mm. And so my whole thing was like, basically like, I had like looked at how to do this, 
put my backpack above my head so you make yourself really really big and just walk really really slowly and ne obviously never get between the cubs and the mama right and so I like kept like looking at where she was and she was looking at me <laughs> and I just like walk past and keep going and like walk backwards looking at her and like there's a moment she was like all right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you're okay. Oh, go, go, go. Sure. But that was like the most frightening moment. But like, then I got up into like the southern room and it was amazing. Yeah. And I was so, so glad I did that by myself. And I went to like Alpine and Tolingua by myself. And like, that was where I learned how to be alone and how to like really savor it. Yeah. And yeah. know that like amazing, amazing moments and like really spiritual moments can come from being by yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's hard and it's really scary to especially to put yourself out there like that because there's you're you can drown yourself in what ifs. Mm -hmm. like, what if I see a bear? What if what I get if killed my... by a mountain lion? Yeah. See, after what watching if... 127 hours, that's all I would be thinking uh, about. Yeah. What if I fall through a crowd that's yeah. stuck? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, been, I've been thinking about like planning a trip, uh, just like a solo like European trip um, do it, in do the it, fall. Do it, do it. And I was just like, it's something I've always wanted to do, but I'm like, what is my mom gonna think? <laughs> yeah. Of all people, how worried will my mom like, be? I want to like cell phone coverage. Right, right, right. You know, but it's just, it's just the unknowns. What if I get taken? Like, what if um, I get taken to? Uh, the amazing you know. comfy. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah, He's got a very specific yeah. set of skills. Yeah, yeah. Your mom turns into <laughs> my mom is like Anissa. <laughs> well, do you feel like like now you could spend time alone? Like even just oh I mean, yeah. You, yeah. I've lived a, I live alone um, and you have to just get over it and you have to like learn how to be by yourself and like arm yourself with the best of your your knowledge and abilities and live just, like, cautiously live cautious fear dogs help yeah mm -hmm. I've been thinking about being a dog heard about that uh, hundred pound Labrador like <laughs> Gus my problem with Gus I love him dearly and he will like boof at a stranger I love like oh, he'll, he'll go crazy for a stranger but I feel like Three seconds after a burglar breaks and he'll be like, hi. Yeah. Do you want to see Did you give toys? me a treat yeah. in a cabinet? Uh, Let's look at all my toys. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully his buffing will stop a stranger coming in because he is a big boy. Yeah. But like, He's a good beautiful. That's definitely one of the downsides, oh, so I think, of, yeah. of living alone especially. Mm -hmm. It's just... Yeah. Paranoia. Yeah. I spend time, and it's it's fun even if you are like in a relationship and you're trying to like find ways to spend time alone. Like even going for... I like to go on drives just like... You know, there are, it's a, there, Austin's kind of hilly yeah. and... Beautiful places yeah. to go. Yeah. You can be outside of the city super quickly. Yeah, yeah. and you can take, I, I like to take baths and watch 90 Days Fiance. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just... Everyone loves that show. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. Yeah, uh, can't believe it, but um, yeah, I mean like, because sometimes it's hard to like because I, li I live, you with, live with your boyfriend right yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and so sometimes you can find it hard to like find time a lot to be by yourself so mm -hmm. it's like I like to just go out and you know find oh, go for a drive oh hello oh. we're never alone with Texas here I used get to away share a one-bedroom yeah, so apartment oh worse. Chelsea oh yeah oh. Yeah, we lived together for about five, four or five months. Wow. We were both going through some shit. Like, we're still best friends, so that's like... That's impressive. It works. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. um, someone in that close proximity. That doesn't really yeah. work out that often. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, actually, it was kind of like, 
you know, I was going through my divorce and stuff, and like, so having someone to come home and had like cooked me an amazing like Lebanese meal. She's amazing. <laughs> She's yeah. an cooking. amazing cook. She's an amazing cook, and like, she really, really took care of me through that time, and like, we were taking care of each other. So it was like, it was really something that's gonna like form our friendship forever. Like, yeah. it was a like that was like those those when you're going through something that's like an emo a super emotional low, and like you can give yourself some grace of like I don't have to learn how to be alone right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I can have my friends take care of me and ask for help, and that's okay. Yeah. And we were both going through such terrible times that, like, it was amazing for us to like go through that together mm. and like share a bed for it and like have someone <laughs> to cuddle for that yeah. time and just be like, we need each other right now, and that's cool. Yeah. It's just another warm body. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> take turns. We actually we laughed recently because I'm now living in a house with her boyfriend. Okay. And I was like, do you want to move in with me? Like, not him. Like, <laughs> like I'm living in my room and like, Chelsea's moving in with me. Did you guys go um, uh, head to head or head to feet? Head to head. Okay. okay. Yeah, head to head. Did you take was... turns spooning? Sometimes. But mostly what would happen is we would like fall asleep and then wake up spooning. But like, <laughs> I'm sorry. And then like roll over. <laughs> that has happened to me so many times because I'm, I'm such a huge spooner and I literally sleep with a stuffed animal that I've had for like 18 years. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and, I, and I've had times where like a friend will spend the night or something and then I wake up and I'm like, oh. Uh, hey. Yeah. Hey. Sorry. No, you've been like tackling me the whole me. Night. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a friend in a headlock all night, but I'm comfy. So. I, uh, I've always loved being alone. Like I started oh, really? living alone when I was uh, just turned 18, right at the beginning of college. I like moved out on my own into my own apartment and like have loved it ever since then. And even nowadays, like I am so content in my relationship, but there are still days where I'm like, I just need tonight by myself. Mm -hmm. Like it's nothing to do with needing yeah. a break from you or from being around somebody. It's just like I need to restart myself. Do you have a yeah. code word? No. But we do. Yeah? Mine is like, hey, I just really want a starfish. Starfish <laughs> means like, oh, I don't want to yeah. sleep like this tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, as, and again, like you probably know, it has nothing to do with no? like, needing oh, no. a break or anything like that. It's just like just being alone and being able to do your own thing and not worry about another person and like making sure that you're paying attention mm -hmm. to each other and doing things together. Yeah. It's like, I just wanna. I just need to. Selfish. I, yeah, I you just wanna like to. eat Cheetos without a shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I find sometimes like whenever I, like my, my boyfriend, he'll like fall asleep pretty early and I'll just like stay up. And then I'll go ham. Like, and I'll like make like macaroni or like make like a food, and then I'll just be like, oh, like I'm a gluttonous like piece of while garbage. He's asleep. Yeah, while he's <laughs> sleeping. Yeah. Or like even when I don't know. Sometimes when you're in a relationship, for or you've gotten your connection has gotten like so close and intertwined. Uh, spending time alone together mm -hmm. is like a weird thing mm -hmm. that I've come up with mm -hmm. like just totally okay with like silence for like two hours. Yeah. Or like doing your own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've like, never lived with a significant other. Yeah. Um, and I might sometimes soon, but before. Barb, I can't believe we're, yeah, Mariel, we're telling oh my it God. like this. <laughs> we're, we're coming but out. Opening up. I, it's so foreign to me to be spending time with a significant other and not be doing something together because yeah. like mm -hmm. when you are not living together, it's like you make the effort to like, let's hang out tonight. And then you're together and it's so weird for me to be like, I'm yeah. gonna go, uh, I'm just gonna go in, uh, on my laptop in the other room if you wanna just chill here and watch TV. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. go to, so I go to Miles' place to just to have a bath. 
Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> like, like, really like, like we have each other's keys, so I like be like, hey, nice to see you. And like throw a bath, and then he's like, hey, what are you? I'm just like, I'm just gonna stick. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need this, so I'll see you. Yeah. yeah. My girlfriend and I, uh, we both live alone separately, and there's so many people who are like, oh, like when are you guys moving in? Like you've been together for so long. Like what's going on? I'm like, we have. Not that we don't have plans to move in together eventually, but it's just like we just both enjoy having our own Your spaces. Space. Yeah. And we're like four minutes away from each other, so we can pop in whenever. Oh, yeah. But it's yeah. just like, I'm gonna go home tonight and I'm just gonna like be alone in my house. Yeah. yeah. Naked. And then you get to do the same at your house. Yeah, and it's not like yeah. you can't do that with each other. Right. But it's a different feeling it's of different. being alone versus yeah. having someone else around. Yeah, and it's it's like a form of independence that <clears throat> neither of us are like ready to let go of yet. And we're mm -hmm. just like you guys get out, ever get naked with your friends? Never. Yes. Can't say that I have. I'm always wearing at least uh, a nice <laughs> pair of underwear. Just bumped. <laughs> no, I, I saw that, but what, I'm asking, what is that? Like, why? Being naked with each other? Yeah. When we went to New Orleans, we got super naked all the time. It's so fun it's to so get fun. naked with your friends it's and so be like, fun. ha ha, like look at our <laughs> so like fun. goofy It was me, parts. Max, Miles, and Christina, and we, no, 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 sorry. No, me, Max, Miles, and Chelsea, so, and we were just naked all the yeah, time. Christina like, was like, like, I was there. Wait, like, <laughs> no, like Miles had pe has penis out? Yes. And uh, Max, too? And you had your vagina out? Correct. And Max, too? And, yes, but, and... Uh -huh. You just like walking around the house, or but like, how'd that work? We were I just don't like, because we were like, we were there for St. Patrick's Day, so we were partying the whole time. And uh, to be fair, <laughs> twas I that started it. it. Was like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do, and everyone was like, all right. And so like, yeah. Did you like strip down first, yeah. like completely, or you were yeah. just like, did you walk out of the room naked, or like you stripped in front of everybody? I need to know details of yeah. this. Yeah. Well, it was, <laughs> so we were getting we were painting pictures. You know picture. what? How about this? Just recreate it for us. Yeah. <laughs> we got we were getting ready to go to the parade. And the naked parade. Yes. No, but <laughs> I was like, cool. So I'm gonna get ready to go to the parade, and just like started taking off my clothes. And everyone was like, is this what this is gonna be? And I was like, yes. And then Max was obviously the first person, like, yes, I'm in for this. Took all of, like took all of his clothes as well. And then Miles and Chelsea were like, cool, okay. So like for the most part, we were pretty nude in that house. That's so for amazing. how long? Cool, like four days. Oh, like the whole time. It's the whole time we were there. I just, I just don't like walking around my house naked. Really? Yeah. It's so fun. I used to watch my friend Allie take showers. She would... <laughs> Wait. What? Did she know? Yes! Oh. Not like I was like... Hey. But me and my... You're using that dove soap right. in there. My best friend Allie, she... Um, <laughs> she would not mind me saying, but uh, she had like... You know, you could see through the glass in the shower, and we would just we we would have so much fun drinking wine and eating guacamole and chips that she would be like, I need to shower. She'd be like, I need to shower, and I'd be like, Okay. She's like, Well, let's. And we would just automatically continue our conversation while she was shampooing, and then she would just like flop her tits because she had really big boobs, so she'd be like, Play. It's just I don't know what it is about being naked with your friends. It's like I'm not like gonna like have sex with you it's just <laughs> yeah. that i think this is kind of funny yeah. and fun i think it's from being in a family of like four women 
Yeah. 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 It's just like, I, whatever, you know. Oh, like I my, yeah. my sisters will oh, just like mom. get dressed in front of me. We'll get yeah. like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just yeah. like, my whatever, mom. these are our stuff. My mom is the same our way. Stuff. And I, every, we have, we always have this running joke where every time I like walk into a room and she's just like changing tits out. She's like, what's up? And I'm like, damn, Victoria <laughs> continues to have no secrets today. Yeah. She's like, that's right, baby. And I'm like, I don't want to see that, mom. Yeah, I definitely did not have that kind of family growing up. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. no. I just, yeah, just balls everywhere. When I was like very young, I think my parents were like a little more relaxed about it but then as we started to get older they're like well come not... to Mardi Gras yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's where I get to see, see all my naked friends yeah, yeah. I, I, saw, I would I've seen naked friends like friends naked um because we were trying to get them dressed after they like blacked out oh. and they've like thrown up all over themselves and we're like I've we gotta that we gotta get you showered <laughs> yeah well I'm gonna I'm gonna change you I'm not gonna look <laughs> I'm not looking <laughs> but get your on <laughs> it's like you're changing them you're like wow you got like a pretty big mold <laughs> Out. Oh, that's Ooh. just my nipple. Yeah. <laughs> well, I personally like to leave my underwear on, oh. especially if they're me undies. Hey. Hey. Thank you guys for that segment. Um, have you finished your holiday shopping yet? I have not, Barbara. No, no worries, oh. because you could get everything you need for you and your loved ones what? at me undies. Oh, me undies uses the coveted micro modal fabric, which is three times softer than cotton. Oh yeah! If you've never felt this fabric, get ready to experience pure bliss in underwear form. Um, you could also take them off if you want to be naked around your friends. Uh, you could also get a style that is perfectly suited for you or that special someone. Men and women can each choose from three different cuts, all of which are available from classic colors to adventurous prints. That's true. Ooh. I have a, a recent favorite that I've talked about on the show before. It's a uh, sloths. I have that one! Hey. They're doing yoga, right? Yes! Yes, yes. Oh, sloths doing yoga. Yoga yeah. sloths. Yeah, good. Doing yoga, and there's also like different holiday prints and everything like that. That's cute! Yeah, they got they all, 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 all types of things. All types of things. All types of things. I love their pants. Yes, they're they also have pants. lounge pants and lounge shirts. Mm -hmm. um, pajama pants, mm -hmm. which I wear, good. I think, every day now. They have pockets. It's great. Oh, that's key. Um, that's key. <laughs> these fun undies would be a great stocking stuffer, but why stop at undies? Me undies has cozy lounge pants, as Meryl mentioned, and onesies in the same super soft fabric, perfect for wearing on Christmas morning. Adorable. Hard Coming up. Me undies has a great offer for our viewers. For any first-time purchasers, when you purchase any Me undies, you get 15% off and free shipping. Order by the 16th of December for free shipping in time for Christmas. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash open. That's meundies.com slash open. Boom. Open your mind. Gah. Open your mind. Open your wallet and get some undies. Undies. I love oh, that. Undies. was good. Me too. Thank you. You're welcome. I use me undies to like phase out my old underwear. Mm -hmm. Every mm -hmm. time I get a new pair, I throw an old pair away. Yep. Did and now I'm like nearly there. Yep. I'm so excited. My underwear disappears. <laughs> is it Veronica? <laughs> it's someone. <laughs> is it your friend Allie? Yeah. Can't be back. What do you mean it disappears? I've heard of socks disappearing. Like one. I feel like my house steals things. So I, I've literally, I have lost all my underwear. Ting. <laughs> like at one point? Mm -mm. Or? No, just overall, nope. I have probably like a few pairs. You have a few pairs? <laughs> yeah, I have a few pairs. Cool. <laughs> Uh, All right. How many? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know where you can get some more. Meandies.com. Yeah. There you go. Slash open. Dude, slash, slash open. Amazing. Do okay. it. Okay. <laughs> we can get you. Very, okay. very soft. Next time we the underwear fairy delivers package, we'll we'll get you a pair. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. good. Thank you. 
You dropping our dice? No. Okay. Well, we're gonna do uh, our box of issues, boy. This is still one of my favorite boxes. I love it. I think uh, who was this? Nina. It was Nina. Nina. Thank you, Nina. We love that box. All right. So this question comes from an anonymous male, and he writes, "I'm a 29-year-old male, and I've been with the girl I'm seeing for a long time." Uh, in all the years we've been together, I've had this problem. She will never initiate sex or any type of sexual interaction. I'm always the one who initiates, and when I do, it always follows the same pattern. I have to ask her to touch parts of me which just feels awkward, and after being together so long. Uh, more often than not, after sex is over, I feel like I had to convince her to have sex with me. I've brought my issues up with my lady, but nothing has changed. I love her to death, but I hate feeling like I'm the only one who wants intimacy. Any advice? Ooh, that's like a, that's probably like a, she has some intimacy problems going on that maybe she's probably not addressing that he couldn't, I feel like he couldn't fix those. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know? I feel like this is also a, a extremely common. We get that. And not necessarily yeah. like the girl always being the one. But at the guy. But like it happens. Yeah, yeah and we get this yeah. question a lot. Yeah, I know that um, a lot of people issues. have like, and it's like, it always feels like a weird thing to talk about, but I feel like a lot of people have kind of, a lot of kind of ups and downs when it comes to libido. Mm -hmm. of like mm -hmm. when you want that and when you don't, mm -hmm. and it like, it always comes with this caveat of shame, right? Yeah. right? Of like, it's okay to feel sexual and not to feel sexual. Yeah. And I think it's something that we don't really talk about in terms of, in terms of that, of like, of health, of like, it's okay to sometimes need that and sometimes not need that. Um, and that it's like, we, we feel like everyone should always be wanting it all the time, mm -hmm. right? right. And, and it always comes down to like, being really, really honest about that. Yeah. And having communication around that specifically of being like, hey, sometimes I don't feel this way and I don't want to have that. Yeah. And like, that's okay. Like, it's okay to not feel sexual. It's okay to feel super sexual. And there's probably a lot of um, uh, like weight off of her shoulders that she might get by just speaking oh. about that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like so letting much. go a little bit yeah. and not having that constant like, I'm not initiating sex. He's aware of this. He's bothered by it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to fix this. Like. Being able to talk to someone about that, I think, would take a lot of weight off your shoulders. Yeah. I know it becomes like an anxiety cycle yeah. as well. Like I remember a lot, like during my marriage, it becomes like a, a super anxiety cycle because it's like the longer that it doesn't happen, you feel like it needs to happen, and you feel like an obligation, and yeah. it becomes this like, if then I don't, if I, if if we're not having sex, like we need to, and like, and it becomes and like and it's very difficult to feel sexual when you're super anxious, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like. It's it that becomes like this this cycle that continues and continues and continues. And like going to Unless sleep at night about it. and right. going like, oh, we didn't have sex again. Like, yeah, I know that he's bothered by this. Yeah, what do and I, I feel do? like it happens in a lot of long-term relationships. Yeah, where it's like, uh, if you aren't able to talk about it and just to say like, this is what's happening and this is how I'm feeling and this is why I'm feeling this way, then it becomes a cycle that you have no control over and it just mm -hmm. all it does is conjure anxiety. I if think you talk about it, then it's like you can kind of get, I feel like sometimes girls just get a little bit nervous to make that first move yeah. also, in a weird way. I mean, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I think, I think no. you're right. Yeah. Um, I know personally in other relationships I've had like anxiety about initiating and like, how do I go about this? Um, and sometimes it's just like, you just come up with something you and your partner could agree on, like, mm -hmm. hey, wanna go to the bedroom? Yeah. Or just like, you wanna hook up? Yeah. Like something just you like, fuck. Uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. like it's, especially if you're just like sitting there on the couch watching TV and it's like, huh, like 
I'm kind of in the mood for this, but like, so I start making out with this person, like, it's okay to just be like, hey, do you want to like take this yeah. to another room? Like, yeah. you know, just be straight up with it. Cause I think yeah. that anxiety for her maybe comes with like not knowing how to mm -hmm. get into it. Fishy. Especially if you're like in a long relationship where you're super comfortable around each other to the point where you almost feel like it's more of a friendship than anything. And like, you just want to relax and do nothing yeah. with the other person. And maybe that sexual tension isn't there as much as it was at the beginning, which is normal. Yeah. yeah. I think like a huge thing for me is that like I, this is getting very personal. <laughs> this is what we do on this show, right? Always open. <laughs> yeah. um, I like for me, I never want to have sex just for the sake of having sex, mm -hmm. and so it always is like a, a something of like that is about intimacy with that other person. Like I want to go to that place with that other person, and so that's where that's kind of cycling of anxiety comes because like I don't want to just do this because I feel like I should do it yeah I don't want to do it because like it seems like we should like it's a Saturday night or whatever and like we've had a great day and so like this is what it is the logical the next, next step, step right yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah so like I want to I want to go there because I want to go there and like I feel like that's a, at this moment where you and I can connect on this level that we both want to connect together and so I can understand this issue of like maybe feeling anxious about like maybe we aren't going there in the, with the same mindset mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of like do you just want to get you know do you want to just like get your rocks off and right. I, it could be anyone right, right? like mm -hmm. you just want to feel the way that you want to feel yeah or do you want to go and have this intimate experience with me yeah. it's two very different things and so like I wonder if having like a really kind of almost like value or spiritual conversation about like how do you see sex like yeah. how, what does that mean for you and me in terms of yeah. like when we when we do that together what is the is there a meaning behind it what is the meaning behind it like trying to decipher like what's what is your purpose what's my purpose because sometimes I mean I'm just like I, I want to have sex because fuck I want to let go, you know. Yeah, release <laughs> some tension. <laughs> but it, I mean, not in like a. I mean, that's so vulgar and gross. But I, <laughs> it's not. Not at all. No. I. I. Sometimes sex is just purely for me. Like, yes, I just want to have sex because it feels good. And then other times, it's like I want to feel intimate. And then that in a in a more like, I I I don't really approach sex from like a. I. I mean, I get. I guess I do in a weird way, but. It's more like I have a goal that I want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I know what I, and then the other part is like, I just wanna, doing that act with the person who you love feels like a connection, but I never go into it thinking that I, I need that connection. It's just like inherently like, yes, mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. this is gonna work out in Hopefully my favor. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, so I had kind of the opposite problem in a relationship I was in where um, the guy never initiated sex and I barely had sex in that relationship in the last mm -hmm. um, couple months of it. Uh, and there was one night where he had been drinking and so I confronted him about it because I knew that he might be a little bit more willing to talk about it. And he said that he loved me too much to the point where he didn't see me as a sexual person wow. and he because he saw me like so lovingly that he just wanted to like yeah. take care of me and nurture me but not like fuck me oh see, and that's like, is like that's a super kind of almost like a, problem. That's a power dynamic yeah. it's a power dynamic but it's almost like a spiritual issue 
Yeah. That's like, what do you think that like intimacy and sexual behavior is? Right. Exactly. Like, um, and it, so obviously, if you it was wanna hurt that me, like, <laughs> that's something that's like not okay. I'm like, I'm like, I don't need to be <laughs> fucked every yeah. time. Like, there's there's a reason why some people call it make love or right. be intimate with each other that's in totally any way. That's power. That's yeah. like, whenever I've been in relationships with a person who doesn't want to have sex, it's all about power. Mm -hmm. It's like. You're so sweet. You're too kind. You're too whatever. I hold you to this pedestal, and I don't want to like penetrate that with my dick or my mind <laughs> or my my, my y you believing in me that we could do this. Yeah. You know, and it's just like I fucking hate. I hate that. So I what? That. What would be your advice for? Um. Uh, he, he said he's he, tried to talk to her. He's tried to talk to her, and and I don't think he really s does he touch on what she has responded with. Mm, I just think so. Because there's, I mean, especially with women, women go through so many issues. It's like body image issues, mm -hmm. um, yeah. um, libido issues. Libido you could issues, be like. Definitely. Also, like, is she taking like an SSRI? Is right. She taking antidepressants. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that, that also really kills, can up. kill your. Also, yeah. some types of birth control could Absolutely. mess with yeah. your drive. So there's a yeah. there's a lot of factors um, involved, and I think it's it's perfectly okay for him to be like, hey, this is a part of my life that I want to mm -hmm. share with you, and if you're not like, not that you have to be on the same like uh, same path or whatever, same like need, but um, I think it needs to be a conversation like. If you don't feel like you can do this with me or you don't want to do this with me, then that's like okay too. We just need to have that conversation. Yeah. At the same time, like sexual intimacy and sexual problems are a lot of the time they are linked to like deep psychological okay. stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's always worth just trying to connect with a psychologist yep. or trying to find some kind of someone who can like talk you through that kind of stuff or yeah. who will do that with a com in a completely like judgment free zone. Yeah. And say like is maybe is this linked to something else? Like something yeah. that maybe you've repressed or something that's like yeah. deep deep with like deep underneath in your emotions that's like because like you know, we are sexual beings. Like we are we are supposed to connect with each other in this way. And if there's a barrier to that it might might be take your jobs off. Yeah, <laughs> it, might, it might be linked to something deeper, and like, yeah. not to say that that's like a deeply dark thing because it isn't. Because we mm. all have that stuff. All of us have that stuff. It's like it's one of the most beneficial I've most most beneficial things I've ever done in my life is to talk to someone who can bring some of that stuff up in a really healthy way mm -hmm. yeah. and start to address it and start to be like, okay, so this is probably why you react to things in this way. Yeah. And intimacy and issues with intimacy is always affected yeah. by something that's much, much deeper down emotionally. Yeah. And I think for him, just can like continue to bring it up. Yeah. If it's yeah. still a problem and she's not responding in certain ways, like continue to make it a thing and be like, the, you know, we discussed this before. It's bothering me. Is there anything I could do to right. mm -hmm. help you or make you feel better about the situation? Um, but I mean, I hate to say this. This happens in relationships. Sometimes people just lose attraction for each other. That's true. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it could be it could be a whole slew of, of things. And yeah. like, we always preach about therapy on this show, but it's like, yeah. Yeah. It can be a lot. <laughs> it could, yeah. It could be. It could be. You lost attraction right now. For a second, because you got into your head, mm -hmm. that, this anxiety, whatever. I mean, she's subconscious. It can, it can come back, you know, whatever. Relationships it's, aren't always about attraction all the time. Also, yeah. couples right. counseling is not a bad thing. Like, I've done it, like, three times, like, just three, like, sessions before. Not for anything serious, but it was more just, like dealing with like uh there was like a grief in our family mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it's 
it's really, really helpful. Yeah. Like, and I think that men kind of get like, ah, I don't want to like, I don't know. Don't Not that I represent all men. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not all. But I think that sometimes there's like a pride. There's like, a, I don't want to get fixed like that. I've had the same yeah. experience of just yeah. like, it's diff it is really difficult to let someone into your most vulnerable areas. Yeah. Um, but yes. you like, they most of those people have doctorates for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember my therapist said to me she like she had a PhD from uh, Princeton and she was like, if there's ever an area that you don't want me to go in, just like let me know. And I was like, you have a PhD from Princeton. <laughs> <laughs> Get in my brain. Yeah, open every door. <laughs> let out all my crazy birds. Yeah. Like do whatever you need to do. Yeah. Like I think there is so much benefit to just like having someone in the room who understands how the mind works. Yeah. 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 Beyond just like how our emotions are and to go into those areas and like to not feel like you're alone in that yeah. yeah there's a huge benefit to that to have your back yeah yeah well good luck mr anonymous male um just know you're not alone in this it happens to literally everybody yeah um, men and women uh but yep keep talking and also take these wonderful ladies advice a lot of, mm. lot of good stuff therapy is good Therapy's yeah. great. Therapy's great. To therapy and to also to, 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 to therapy. therapy. See you guys next time. Thank you, ladies, for joining me. Yes. Ta-cha.